We're thankful, as always, to be joined today by United States Congressman Mike Bost. Mike, thanks for the time. No, Will, thank you for having me on. You're going to be headed to the southern border shortly, I believe, later today. What is the uh, purpose and itinerary of this trip? There's two purposes. One is it's tied with the VA and my chairmanship. We're going down to give oversight to uh, Laredo, Texas's uh, VA, just do general oversight. Of course, while we're there, we're also traveling to Eagle Pass, crossing Eagle Pass, and a couple of other locations where they have an overabundance of the illegal crossings of the border. We will be visiting with the Border Patrol agents and those Border Patrol agents who are veterans that have finished their life and service as far as our military is concerned. And then came in and were hired as Border Patrol agents because we're also looking. I know they need more. We're wanting to put together and are planning on putting together a possibility of certain requirements will be waived because they're coming right straight out of the military. Everything from there are certain checks and things like that that automatically, if they just come directly from the military, we can waive and get them into service faster so that we can try to build up the people there. But I also want to make sure that we go down and see for firsthand what is happening at the border, problems which we know are happening, the problems we continue, but because of scheduling and everything like that, this is the first time I myself have been able to get to the border, even though we know the condition down there and talk to them direct. It will allow me then, uh, well, actually, as the Republicans as a whole, I don't believe, I think there's only a few of us that have not already visited the border, but that'll make sure that I've been there and, and because it's vitally important uh, to do that, but it's both VA issues and border issues to give oversight. And of course, we've heard a lot about the fentanyl crisis, and I know that uh, many representatives from Texas, including um, the well-known Dan Crenshaw, have been advocating for military action even in uh, Mexico. So in Mexico, yes. What we've got to do is, and I would be agreed to do that, is we have to put the cartel on the terrorist list. And once we put the cartel on terrorist list, it grants us the authority to take those cartel groups and take them out, as we did with with other terrorists in the nation. Does that bill, do you believe it's going to be voted on in the House? I would hope so. I I don't know for sure. Uh, I would say that our leadership probably wants it to be. We also want to make sure that when we pass that, when it goes to the Senate and then pass out in the Senate, too. Because this is what is happening with human trafficking and fentanyl. All of these problems that, that come from a, a open border, it's reached such a high crisis that I believe that we need to pass this bill and allow for the controlling of our borders again, as well as controlling these groups that are actually moving into our communities now. How long are you going to be on this uh, trip? I'm going down for one day. I will be going down, be getting there late tonight. I will do all the work that I have to do tomorrow. Be flying back early Saturday morning to be back in the district for opening of the Murfreesboro. Uh, well, we already opened the Murfreesboro office, but this is the, the the official opening of the Murfreesboro office on Monday. And, of course, you mentioned it, and so visit that for just a moment. Uh, you are moving, essentially, an office from Carbondale to Murfreesboro. What, what, uh, what was the reason for that move? It was pretty simple. When the new district was created, we had to get three offices instead of two because you went from 11 counties to 34 counties. So we've all opened an office in Effingham 
and we've opened moved our O'Fallon office, which was right on the line of our district, but ended up still in the highest population county, but we moved that to Mascuda, and then actually to save dollars, uh, taxpayer dollars, we downsized our Jackson County office and moved it from Carbondale to Murfreesboro. It's right, it's actually right between the Bruce brothers and and the Masonic Lodge uh, is where our location will be. It's a smaller office than our Carbondale office, but it also saves taxpayers money, even though we have three offices. Earlier today, I believe you voted on a piece of legislation related to Title IX. Talk about that. Let me tell you, tell your listeners, I would have never thought in my life that we would even have to vote on something like this. But basically what this bill says or what this bill does is it says that if you were born a male and you are now transitioning, you cannot participate in any of the Title IX sports. Now, people need to understand what Title IX is. Our high schools, high school, junior high and college areas where women's sports are. Women's sports under Title IX, you know, they get they have to have just as many women's sports as they do men's. They have to, you know, allow the women to compete. This was all to allow our women athletes to do what they do and that if they want to go to college on their scholarships uh, based on their athletic ability, go into profession of, of some sport or not, but to work their entire life to compete in these sports to all of a sudden have someone who's transitioning come in and compete as a woman when they are not, uh, it does not allow for fair competition. Therefore, what we clearly said was in this language is if you are a Title IX facility and you have women's sports, it is illegal to have someone who was born a male participating in the women's sports. Do you believe that that uh, bill has any chance of passage in the Senate? I would like to hope that someone will pick it up in the Senate and ask for it to be called. And unfortunately, I was really surprised at the amount of people that actually voted against it here in the House. And that bothers me tremendously because it lets you know just how radical this is. There were a few Democrats that joined the Republicans, but not a lot. Um, and, and I just can't believe that we're that insane in our beliefs in the nation right now. Well, yeah, no doubt the culture wars are at a high, unlike anything we've seen in hundreds of years and over issues that I agree I never thought would even be a part of a debate. Right. We're visiting with United States Congressman Mike Boss today. I noticed a report recently in Politico where they named the top 10 most effective legislators in the 10 in the Democratic and the 10 in the Republican side. And despite your numerous critics, you were listed in that top 10 is most effective. I presume you saw that report. I I actually did. When my staff came to me, they said, and it was like the top, they listed the top 40 or 50 or whatever. And and uh, and I said, they asked me, they said, do you have any guess where you're at? And I said, I'm probably 30, 40. I, I don't know. I said, you know, we're, we're doing our job. We're doing what we're supposed to do. Well, it actually ends up that I was number five. And of the five, I'm uh, two of them are, well, one passed and uh that was above me and another one is no longer a member did not run again so that makes me i guess number three i guess 
And I'm surprised. I, I'm not. And, and let me tell you, that has a whole lot to do with a good working staff that know what they're doing, understand how to move legislation, how to how to work to uh, find that common ground, and still be able to hold to the, the things that the uh, Illinois 12 believe in and and that, that are beneficial to the nation. I also saw a press release from you this week that is an issue that you've been talking about for a while, and it has to do with. I believe the steel markets and and China. Yeah. It's not just it's not just the steel. It's all markets now. It was originally the steel that the, the China was dumping on. Uh, and when I say dumping, that, that that means they overload the market to break American-based businesses. Okay, or or any other business in the world so they overload the market on it can be steel it's been been wire and cable before it's been and the list goes on and on and on it can be it can be a assembled item or it can be be a product that is used for assembly and they can flood the markets and then destroy other companies so basically that's why we have tariffs and things like that so there are existing rules what we're doing in, in my legislation the best way i can figure say it is you know that the, the uh anytime you pass a law it has to have teeth well the teeth in this are the are the tariffs that you can charge and not granting china the ability to sell in the united states and if they get violate if they violate it now what we'll do is is we're doubling the penalties in this so basically we're not even sharpening the teeth we're lengthen, lengthening the fangs also if they get caught cheating which is what they do they get caught cheating they cannot participate in the world trade uh, purchases of the united states for five years and i know that this kind of goes along with some of the things joe manchin had asked for in terms of things being built in america in exchange for his vote for some legislation and so there just yeah. seems to be a never-ending conversation about china and their war on the well, united states whether the- it be through trade or spy balloons or whatever and that China is our biggest threat. China is our biggest threat economically. China is our biggest threat to buy and, and infiltrate our United States soil by buying up land. China is our biggest threat militarily. And China is our biggest threat that exists in the world. And we need to know it. We need to understand it. We also need to understand that they're not a free economy. They should have probably never been let into the World Trade Organizations originally. Unfortunately, back when Nixon was uh, president uh, and many others that were a part of the World Trade Organizations around the world thought it would be a great thing to let China in, which proved out that's probably not the best thing that had happened. And we, we, we're not removing them at this time, but we definitely have a whole list of things we need to be doing. And that's why it was also vitally important when we put our rules together to put the China task force together as well. You'll stand for re-election, uh, what, a year from, year and a half from now? Yeah, yeah, it'll be November of uh, 20, well, that's 24, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And your campaign released a fundraising number recently. I cannot recall exactly what it was. Yeah, we, we raised in this last quarter uh, about 430000 uh, uh, We're We're now operating with about uh, uh, 800 thousand dollars on hand but we've got to raise a whole lot more um we're hearing some threats in a primary possibility of a primary but we'll see if that comes out but it takes a lot of <coughs> advertising very expensive district to run in the new district has five media markets it has paducah uh st louis Terre Haute, decatur and evansville that so that is a huge 
market. A lot of expense to get the message out. You know, we're, we're doing our job on the, the legislative side, doing what we're supposed to do. But we still have to do things on the campaign side, and we're, we're out there trying to do that as well. Mike Boss has been our guest today, and we appreciate his time. Mike, anything else you want to mention before we let you go? You know, I just appreciate the opportunity to serve you. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to see when I go to the border, but I'd love to talk to you when I get back as well. Sounds great. Thanks for the time. All right. Thank you.